John chapter 6. John chapter 6. I'm glad you are here tonight. Uh, a lot of folks are out and about. That's pretty normal between the holidays. Um, luckily, lots and lots of churches don't meet tonight at all. But we're glad you're in the house. I'm going to be reading quite a bit tonight, I think. More than I can cover for a fact, but I want to, I want to read a lot at the outset because from beginning to end, they, they have a lot of connection. Explaining, well, actually, I don't think you can understand why Jesus feeds the 5,000 if you don't understand the end of the chapter. So that's what we want to look at. Yeah. Uh, while you're while you're turning John chapter six, I, I think um, coming up uh, probably January seventh, probably uh, a week from Sunday, we're going to redo Sunday school a little bit. It won't affect where anybody goes or anything like that, but um, I intend from ages twelve all the way to whatever takes you home to heaven or the rapture whatever age that is, to be uh, teaching the next six months to a year, however long it takes, on a uh, biblical worldview, 26 points of a biblical worldview. And Heather and I, I believe, are going to take ages 12 and up. Uh, we're going to take the student age. And Jeff and Misty are going to take what is Heather and I's class in the back. And then Scott, of course, have this. But we will all be on the same realm of of teaching the same thing anyway uh, I don't think we'll all be able to stay week to week to week to week exactly together because uh, every class will elaborate longer you know how that goes so just so you know that's coming up there's there's a lot of good reasons for that and uh, not the least of which would be some continuity from all from 12 years old on up and because interestingly enough sadly enough um when Barna <laughs> and others have surveyed, it's an interesting case that of lead pastors in the United States. Now, not congregants, lead pastors. That only 37% of lead pastors in America have a biblical worldview. So... Now, you just have to forgive me. I don't think it's speculation to say that that means uh, at least 67% of lead pastors are lost. <laughs> I mean, what else can you conclude from that? If you, don't have, if you don't lead with a biblical worldview, then, you know, I, way back in the day, Brother Clinton used to get in a lot of trouble for saying that 85% of the church was on the pew was lost. Uh, he probably should have gotten in trouble for that because I think he was a little generous. I think, <laughs> I think that was probably conservative. <laughs> Does that mean in every church? Certainly not. Certainly not. But he's, that's across the spectrum. Uh, but that's where we're at. 
You know, that, that, this is literally why we, we, we almost every Wednesday night, we, we teach in an expository fashion on Wednesday nights uh, through books. You know, six months on, or nine months, ten months. Uh, I think it took six months to do First John. Ten months to do Galatians. I, I don't know. That's why. Because to know what the Word says. Not picking up something here and picking up something there and, and, and building a, a, your own scheme out of it. That happens way too often. But what does the Word say? So that, that's, that's, you know, what, if you, what could be more important than knowing what the Word says? Yeah. I'll be nice and say there. I'm reading from the New Living Translation tonight. There's half the world that don't think that's the word, <laughs> and I'm just being ornery. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we really are King James folks, pretty much around here. I, I read everything against King James, but tonight, for the sake of time and reading and plain language, we're going to read from the New Living Translation, John chapter six. Can we, if I read fast, will you listen fast? After this, Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea of Tiberias. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed the hill and sat down with his disciples around him. It was nearly the time of the Jewish Passover celebration. And Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, Where can we buy bread to feed all of these people? It says, and he was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. That's enough. Jesus already knew. Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed feed all of them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young man here with five barley loaves, two fish, But what good is that with this huge crowd? That's a great question, too. We could stop right there. Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. And they all sat down on the grassy slopes, and the men alone numbered around 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted, After everyone was full, Jesus told the disciples, Now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces, filled 12 baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. And when the people saw saw him do this miraculous sign, they exclaimed, Surely he is the prophet we have been expecting. And when Jesus saw they were ready to force him to be their king, he slipped away into the hills by himself. Now let's keep reading. That evening, Jesus' Jesus disciples went down to the shore to wait at him, but as darkness fell, Jesus still had not come back, and they got into a boat and headed across the lake to Capernaum. Soon a gale swept down upon them, and the sea grew very rough, and they, and they rowed three or four miles, and then suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water toward the boat. They were terrified, but he called out to them, Do not be afraid, for I am here. Then they were eager to let him in the boat, and immediately they arrived at their destination. Keep reading. The next day, the crowd 
that had stayed on the far shore saw the disciples that had taken only a boat and they, just, they realized that Jesus had not gone with them. Several boats from Tiberias had landed near the place where, Jesus, where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into boats and went, and went across to Capernaum to look for him. They found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? And Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God, for God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. Now we can and will come back to there. And they replied, what we, we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? Now I noticed that they don't really address what he just said. He's, he, he tells, don't be worried about food that's so temporary. Worry about the, 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 the food that will sustain you, the eternal things. And they came right back to, how can we do the signs that you do? Why don't we go ahead and, have a, and start there and we'll come back in just a moment. Now this is the feeding of the 5,000. This is not the same event as Matthew chapter 15 when there's 4,000. This is a, but in this instance, Jesus is setting the stage for one of the I am's of the gospel of John. That's what he is doing. It says, he brought the people in. There were 5,000 men alone besides the women and children. They get there. He sees the crowd as he always does. He's moved with compassion. And he says, we're going to feed them. He says, and he asked Philip, he said, how are we going to feed them? It was a loaded question because the Bible says, Jesus says, that he already knew what he was going to do. I believe that statement has much more involved in it than he knew that he was going to take the bread and divide it into people's meal. One of the other, Andrew, he says, if we worked all year, we couldn't feed this many people. What are we going to do? There are some things that you could talk that you, you've heard before, and I'll go ahead and say now. What they we always tend, and I say we, mankind. There is already in us and with us everything we would ever need. Everything they would need was right in front of them. It's just like remember when the prophet came to the widow and, and her and she was gonna he said, make me a cake. And he said, make you a cake. He said, I have just enough oil and just enough meal to make my son and I something to eat, and then we're going to die. And the prophet says, make me a cake. He said, what do you have in the house? Only a little oil. It's the same kind of instance where everything they need, what they were discounting, we have, we have some barley loaves. What is that among so many people? Well, I can tell you what that was among so many people. It was everything they needed <laughs> in the hands of the Lord. Just like, just like the, the little bit of oil and the meal. It was er everything that they needed was in the house. 
And this is what the circle, but Jesus says to them, or the writer, John says here, that Jesus asked Philip, it was a setup, because he already knew what he was going to do. And I'll remind you that it was for this cause that the Son of Man was made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. What are you talking about, preacher? Where, what are you jumping to there for? He knew what he came to do. And in this instance, it's really the same thing. It was about to be a demonstration that he was enough for everybody. It was about to be a demonstration. It was a visual image of the bread of life that he is about to discuss as soon as he got over the sea. When he, when he, when he walked on the water to come across, they began to talk to him about, where did you go? And he said, you didn't come because of what I, was, what I can give you. You came because I fed you. And, you know, I see an indictment there. Does anybody else see that? I, I, believe, I believe he in, intended it to have a little bite, a little sting, if you will. Uh, and he cut right to the heart of the matter. I believe it is a picture of even... A, the more men change... the more they stay the same. <laughs> the more people change, the more they stay the same. We're two millennia later. Societies have changed. The nations have changed, but the need is still the same. And the sin nature is still the same. The temperament of, of fallen man is still the same. And, and the desire for the things of God without partaking of God are still the same. That's a fair statement. There's far more people that want what God has to offer than want God. All around us. And, and that's not really that hard a position to fall into in the rat race of life. It's why, it's why, let's even cut to all, let's, let's cut to a prayer that we, that we all would know. Lord, teach us how to pray. Remember? Teach us how to pray. We're talking about he divided the bread that was enough for everyone. 5,000 men plus women and children with leftovers. Why? He's more than enough. And don't waste anything that he's given. Okay? Mm. That makes me want a rabbit trail my rabbit trail. See, at the Passover, remember in, back in Exodus when, they were, when, they, when the Passover was being instituted, when God was given to Moses how to do it, and he says, take a lamb, a lamb for every household. Remember? And he says, take a lamb for household. He said, if the, if the household is not big enough for a lamb, then bring other people into the house so they can partake together. And it says, because, Why? It says, and when you take it, it said, roast it on the fire. So catch his blood in a basin, roast it on the fire, and eat all of it. Eat all of it. Eat all of it. 
When you get, when you get the lamb, you get all of him. Amen. Hear me. When you get the lamb, you get all of him. Don't waste anything. Pick it. There, there, there is no leftovers with him. Gather it and pick it up and bring it back in the basket because he's always more than enough and there's nothing he's ever given us that ought to be wasted. That makes me want to talk about that, that, he, that if we believe what the, that Jesus Christ, what? The same. Yesterday. How many still believe that? Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he was yesterday, he is today, and he will be tomorrow. Said that just Sunday. Uh, we talked that he that he's the beginning and the end. We know that. We that we we understand. If we if we understand this about him, then we understand that 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 if we don't accept and partake of everything that he paid for, that we're wasting part of what he's done. Oh, I don't think we understand. He came to reconcile mankind back to God. So the price could be paid, no longer covering for sin, but removing sin. That's a big deal. No longer a stopgap measure, but the antidote. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Not cover their sin, save them from their sin. When he, when we, when he saved us from our sin, when he, reckon, when he made a pathway to reconcile us back to God, he, he, when he, we were made holy because of who he is. By the way, he still expects a holy life because we're in him. I'm not, I'm not holy, you're not holy, but he is absolutely holy. And when I'm in him, I'm, I'm sanctified in him because of who he is. See, if, you, if, you, if, if holiness doesn't come with him, you've wasted part of the bread of life. Hello? See, it's partaking. He, he's going to later say in John chapter 6, if you, you must drink of my blood and eat of my body. And they said, we can't do that. And he says, then you, don't, then you don't understand it at all. See, when we partake of him, he's everything we need. That day on the, on the hillside with these thousands of people, what they needed was something to eat. And he was more than enough. What are we going to do? If we worked all year, we couldn't. We couldn't we couldn't feed all these people. Picture if you worked a lifetime. You would never be enough for what he was offering. Oh, it, it's a picture for a fact. He said it to Philip. What does he say to Philip? Let's, say it, let's look at it again. He says he was testing Philip for he already knew what he was going to do. He says, turning to Philip, he said, where can we buy bread to feed all of these people? I said, you know what? You can't. You can't. Come on, Mag Church. You can't. Whoa, come and buy without money and without price. You know what? You can't afford it. You couldn't do it. It can't be done. But he already knew 
what he was going to do. Do you know what he was going to do? He was going to feed them himself. You know, do you know, he already knew what he was going to do because he knew what he came to do. He was, going, there, he was going to come in a lifetime of work. You could have never bought your salvation, much less our salvation. Brother Benny, and, 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 and if we all in here put it all together and worked, and worked for the next 200 years, we couldn't buy your salvation, much less our salvation. It couldn't be, well, he was a lamb for the world, for everybody. You know, in the beginning, with Cain and Abel, it was a lamb for a person. Abel offered the right. Cain, had you not offered the right, why, why is your countenance falling? If you not offered, if you not come do it right, will I not accept it? He gave he, a, skin, a skin offering for Adam and Eve. He, he gave the, the opportunity for reconciliation to a murderer. A lamb for person. At the Passover, it became a lamb for household. At the great day of atonement, it became a lamb for a nation. At Calvary, he already knew what he was going to do. At Calvary, it became a lamb for the world. He already knew what he was going to do. He asked Philip, testing him. How are we going to feed all these people? That's a question for every preacher in the world. How are we going to feed all these people? Give them the bread of life. <laughs> you don't have, I don't have anything else to offer. How are we going to feed all these people? If I worked for a lifetime. You know, it's really the same thing that Paul was saying to the Corinthian church. When he said, you know, when I come to you, I didn't come to you as excellency of speech, enticing words of men's wisdom. <laughs> he said, if talking would do it, Man, if talking would do it, we'd all be good because I can talk. <laughs> if talking would do it, he said, but when I came to you, he said, it wasn't with enticing words of men's wisdom. He said, but it had to be with a demonstration of the power of the Spirit of God. You know what Paul is saying? I can't do it. I can give you the church. I can, I can give you the words. I, you know, Paul would even tell you he wasn't that great a preacher. He says, Apollos is the preacher. He said, he's the one that's eloquent in speech. I, I, I said it a few weeks ago. It's kind of funny. Every time I get to feeling bad about not being able to put it together the way I want to, I think nobody's ever fell out the window at midnight because I was preaching too long and died. And Paul got most of the New Testament, the revelation of the covenant. And I mean, that's what happened. Never happened to me, so it made me feel a little better. There wasn't enticing words of men's wisdom. A demonstration. You know, do you know what happened right here at the feeding of these 5,000 people? It wasn't empty talk. It was a demonstration of the power of the Spirit of God working through the Son of Man. What do we have? Well, we have some, we have some loaves, but what in the world, what is that among so many now think of that, because he is building a picture when you get later in the chapter. He, he said, you don't even know what happened yesterday. Then you got the new living, let me give you the JRV. When they all showed, he said, they, you showed up because I fed you, but you don't, you don't even know what happened yesterday. You don't, you don't even know what happened. <laughs> what happened was, what, what is so, what, there's, I've got some barley loaves. What is so little among so many? One lamb. One lamb, one lamb. Dual, 
What is so little among so many? We're talking about all the way back, all the people, the men, the women of Adam's race. See, he he didn't just redeem from Calvary on. Before he ascended, he descended, the Bible says. It says we know, it says that he he went and he led captivity captive. He went, he went, he emptied paradise. He went and he emptied all the ones in Abraham's bosom. All the ones that saw it afar off. All the ones that by faith in that that sacrifice, that lamb, that that covered their sin from year to year to year. For for every turtle dove, for every bull, for every goat, for every dove, for that there was rivers of blood flowing through the old covenant and then you have one behold the lamb not not the herd not all the lambs but walking on the scene after 400 years of silence from the prophets walking on the scene John the Baptist says behold the lamb the lamb behold the lamb which takes away the sin of the crowd around the river Man, that, you know, if it had just been that, that all that would have been wow. Or, 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 or it takes away the sin of, of the nation of Israel. No other boat, there's been no bulls or goats or, or, or turtle doves or rams or anything that's been able to do that. That would have been incredible. But no. What is, what is, let me ask you the question what is one among so many? I tell you what he was enough. I tell you what he was, enough. That those barley loaves that day were enough. And then some. And then some. They were, it was enough, and then some. Because he's inexhaustible. <laughs> One among so many, behold the Lamb of God. He, it was Man, you talk about an object lesson. You talk, man, they ought to use that in children's church. That bread just keep on dividing. And it kept on, you know. It wasn't just enough to knock the edge off of the hunger. (laughs) You know why it was all they wanted? Because it was all they needed. He was enough. No, we're not hearing. So we got way so many that they they just like the crowds were that day, that they they come and found him because they they, they really why they came. It's really not even they wanted to see the show again. They say y'all sh- you shouldn't talk like no. That's what they were there for the show. All the, he went all kinds of places. He would say, well, you came for the signs. They came for the show. You still got people chasing all over the world for the show. You get a miracle one place, there'll be 20,000 people there next weekend looking for the show. They're not looking for the land, they're looking for the show. And they're not even there really for the show. Their question was, how can, how can I do that? <laughs> well, let me make sure I read that right. Verse 20, they replied, we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? What should we do? Hey, see, 
it, it, would, have been, it would have been a pretty, a pretty interesting day when you have 10,000 people, if you'd, have gave them, if you'd have gave them enough, you know, coffee and a donut to get them to lunch, you know, until they can get to Whataburger or something. But that's not what happened. Oh, yeah. He gave them enough to have all they wanted. They, not, no, I don't usually point out Jordan, but let me tell you something. It, it was not just enough for Jordan, because I mean, I can kind of see having enough for Jordan. But it was enough for Dool, too. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. If I start saying too much, I'll get in trouble. But, but what I'm trying to tell you is, is you know, everybody, everybody has, has a little more capacity. One has a little more capacity than the <laughs> Some of them have expanded capacity. <laughs> Full gospel preacher, yeah. <laughs> so they picked up the pieces and filled the 12 baskets with scraps that had been left by the people who had eaten from five barley loaves. Picked up scraps. They had. They had, they, had, they had leftovers like Thanksgiving and Christmas from five barley loaves. When, they, when it wasn't coffee and donuts, it was, it was all the people had all they wanted. They had their fill. Hmm. I, I might want to spend some time there because there's somebody in this. I, I, don't, I don't want to read something that's not there. Well, I, I don't think I'm even stretching the scripture a little bit because when I read on down, I'm going to find that Jesus called them disciples. Now, I'm, I'm no theologian, as y'all know. Hadn't been to the cemetery or nothing like that. What's cemetery? That's where people go to lose their faith. <laughs> I mean, seminary. <laughs> that's, where people go to, that's where people go to lose faith in God. <laughs> and have everything un unplugged that they believed when they read this book. <laughs> That's wrong. I shouldn't have said it, but it's true. And, uh, but I am, I am just foolish enough to believe if Jesus called them disciples, then that's what they were. You say, why does that matter? Because, well, I won't spend too much time digging around in bad doctrine, but I cross it every once in a while. It says that, it says, he called them disciples, followers, followers, followers. What, when Jesus called Peter and James and John, what did he say to them? Follow me. Even his Christ, I, I, I say it almost every other service. What does he ask of us? If any man come after me, he must take up his cross. Deny himself, take up his cross. And see, that's the mark of the redeemed, if you ask Jr. The ones that will follow Christ. But these, 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 they all say, he, he called them disciples. But then when he gets down to you got to drink of my blood, you got to eat of my body, this is what it's going to take for you. It says those disciples, many of them left him. They followed him no more. 
He even turned around to the 12. He said, are you going to... in chapter 6 too. He said, are you going to leave me also? That was a question. Lord, help me not say, I just don't believe Jesus, but ask them something that was impossible. I don't believe that for a second. I'm meddling, Matt. I'm meddling in the scripture, though. Are you, are you going to leave me too? No, I ain't going to leave you, Lord, because it's impossible. I'm waiting on that to land on this side. Huh. Will, you, will you leave me too? Peter popped up. He's always popping up. Sometimes he got it right, and sometimes he stuck that foot right in his mouth. But this time, Peter said, well, where would we go? Where would, I, where would we go? You're the one. You're alone. Have the words of life. Where are we going to go? And he even mentions, I mean, Peter spoke up. He even mentions Judas in this same little phrase. He said it was the ones that he had called. He said, and Judas was among them. He said, one of, I've called 12 of you. One of you is a devil. Boy, I don't have time. I could. I have already talked about enough to meddle till midnight. I better stick with the story. Enough for Jordan, enough for Duel. Because these people have different capacity for what satisfies them, what fills them, what satisfies their hunger. You know, some of us went on that date and you spent $40 on that meal and she took two bites. She says, Oh, I'm stuffed. And I said, You're kidding me, right? <laughs> we could have stopped at the water, the free water, and the bread. <laughs> You say, what's that got to do with anything? I'm getting there. Because I'm pretty convinced some of them ate a lot more than others. Afterward, did the same with fish, and they all ate. You know, I looked at, y'all know what I'm going to say. I looked up that word all. I looked it up in, I looked it up in English. I looked it up in Greek, I looked it up in Hebrew, I looked it up in the New Living Translation, the Not Inspired Translation, the, the King James Version, the New King James Version. I, 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 I looked up all and everything I could find, and you know what it means? All. <laughs> all inclusive, not, miss, not, not missing any all of them. And... They all ate as much as they... Now, look at what this is. I think it's an... They all ate as much as they wanted. That's what I was going to say right there. You can have as much as Jesus as you want. Oh, you're the bad end of the metaphor right now, Jordan. But you can, you can be like Jordan and you just want a little of Jesus. Oh, <laughs> 
You can be like dull and like, like you going to eat that? Yeah. You going to eat that? I started off on this thing talking about the, the pastors. 37% have a biblical worldview. You, they, see, you know, some people just want enough of Jesus to not, that, they don't, that they don't have to lower the, the air conditioner because the power bill is getting high. And they, don't, they want just enough of Jesus to keep their feet from getting hot. They're not even sure they want insurance, fire insurance, because insurance has gone through the roof too, if you hadn't noticed. Because see, all of this, the more of Jesus that you take, the more, he's given you all you want, but the more of Jesus that you take, the more it's going to cost you. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. Jesus paid it all. He certainly did. He made the way where there was no way. But it'll it'll cost you everything. The more you have of him, the less you have of you. And it says that they all ate as much as they wanted. Oh. I guess it begs the question, how much of him do you want? Because Jesus, he, 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 when he, when he, he, he knew what he came to do. Oh, you say, what are you talking about? What are you, you back, where do we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip for he already knew what he was going to do. And Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we would not have the money. He says, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother spoke up and said, well, there's a young boy with here, five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is this among so many? Jesus, what good is that? What's the good is he among so many? Uh, well, I can tell you what good he is among so many. All you want. He's all you want. He knew what he came to do. And I can tell you what he came to do. I already told you he came to reconcile you back to God. He made a way where there was no way. Not just for the Jewish nation, but for the dogs. It ain't every situation you can look at people and call them a dog. Especially, they say, they say, you see my new girlfriend? Well, she, I say, don't, it wouldn't be a good time to say she's a dog. <laughs> that ain't good. No, I'm talking about what the Jewish people called the Gentile nations. Dogs. Called them dogs. A dog. Yeah. Jesus. Will you heal my daughter? I'm not going to give the children's bread. Bread. I'm not going to give the bread. My children's bread to the dogs. She said, truth, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs. Even the little dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And it, it lit Jesus up. He said he marveled at her. She was a Gentile. She was a dog. He, 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 said, Great. he said, I hadn't seen this kind of faith in all of Israel. You know what? That he was offering bread again, and it was enough. And somebody was hungry. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was a lamb for the world. The, the Jews and the nations, there ain't a Jew in this house. If there's one, raise your hand. <laughs> Is there? 
I didn't think so. There was enough for everybody. He made a way where there was no way. You were outside of the covenant with no hope. Everybody in this building, outside of the covenant without hope. And the bread of life made a way. He made a way. And that would be enough. And if that's all you want, if that's all you want, and you got your feel, that'll, that'll get you in his presence. That'll get you there. But I'm going to tell you, take you the lamb, take all of it. Because <laughs> when, when the lamb showed up in this same gospel, he began to talk about, he began to talk about the promise of his father. <laughs> he began to say crazy things like he has been with you, but he shall be in you. You know what, that was, that was people who, who, who wanted more of the bread of life. I, I'm telling you, if you don't leave knowing anything else, you can leave knowing you can have as much of God as you want. You can eat your fill. Hey, blessed, are those which are, blessed are those which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. What? For they shall be filled. Shall be. Why? Because of the bread of life. Hmm. Don't. People get upset with me sometimes. And I, I mean, I'm not coming and picking. I'm not coming and being hateful. I'm not coming. None of those things. What I'm coming is the, is, the, is, the same, is the same cry as the come. Come and buy and, get, and gather food without, without price. That'll work, that'll work for the Jews. That'll work, that'll work for the Baptists. That'll work for the Catholics. That'll work for the, the, the Methodists still. It'll, it'll still work. It'll, it'll still even work for people that go through Springfield. That's a miracle. And, and It'll work for the church of God. It'll, it'll work for those people that come out of Joplin. It'll work for those folks that come out of Alexandria, Louisiana. He'll be enough. <laughs> mm. Y'all look at You say You say that stuff a lot. You know why? I'll tell you why. I don't even back up anymore because <laughs> Jesus, you know, worked through signs and wonders. Today, people are more interested in, in the signs <laughs> than they are the wonders. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about on the building. I'm talking about, I'm talking about on their card. I'm we're, we're, we're so blinded by our fellowships that we can't see the word. Mm -hmm. It is. It's true and it's right and it's good. I heard a preacher last week, I, was, I ain't telling you who because you're going to listen to him too. Uh, <laughs> I heard a preacher the other day saying, you're a Republican? He said, he said no. Mm -mm. He said, are you a He said, Lord, no. 
on the other one. And he, he said, and <laughs> he said, you know, this isn't about political persuasions. He said, I'm not coming at this from the left or from, well, I'm right. Uh, boy, Steve, I get myself in trouble. Because I, 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 get, I, I hit things like I'm not from the left or for the right, but I'm from the right. Because, I, you know, one thing I've noticed, and I don't know if it's any accident or not, but everywhere, everywhere in the Word of God, when, when Jesus separated sheep from goat, he always put the goats on the left and the sheep on the right. I just, I mean, that's no political statement. That's just what the Word says. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about elephants and donkeys. It was sheep and goats, Okay. Keep me sweet, Lord, because, man, if y'all just knew, there is some fruit of the Spirit in me because there is some self-control going on right now. <laughs> right now. And now you're dying to know. No. You're going to have to have some self-control and get over yourself. I ain't telling you. I ain't telling you. <laughs> We're so jaded that we think everything's political. I say, we, I'm preaching to Americans tonight, so that's the way I'm, we're so, we think every, everything's, a, I say, I'm not speaking as a Republican or as a Democrat, I'm speaking as the man of God who's coming straight from the Word. And the Word don't back up to nobody. And it just has to fall wherever it falls. Mm. And when the people saw him do this miraculous sign, they exclaimed, surely he is the prophet we've been expecting. And when Jesus saw they were ready to force him to be king, it, I done told you the more thing, people change. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Because they, they have the wonder of wonders, the bread of life in front of them, and they're looking for a king. I'm not, not the king. They're not looking for the king. They're looking for a king. They're looking for deliverance from Caesar. When he was on his way out of this place, Acts chapter 1, they asked the same thing. Did they not? They said, will you now, will you now again restore the kingdom of Israel? He says, it's not for you to know. Ain't none of your business. That's how it should have been translated. Ain't none of your business. It's not for you to know. But I tell you what it is. This is I'm talking about the bread and the fishes right here. He says, you're looking for a king still. Kingdom of Israel, it's not for you to know. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you shall be my witness in Jerusalem in Judea in all of Samaria to the uttermost parts of the earth when you get so much of the bread of life <laughs> it'll open you make you make you available make you acceptable so you got to be acceptable to God. Eight oh one. I got. Whew, I got all kinds of time. 
Even Mag Church. Do you know you've got to be acceptable? Because we live in a world that's so scripturally illiterate that they think everybody's acceptable to God. I'm not acceptable to God. You're not acceptable. You're not acceptable to God. You're not acceptable to God. Mm -mm. The one we're talking about was acceptable. And by his blood, it's by his blood. What was he among so many? <laughs> enough. That's what he was, enough. Not was, is. That's not what he wasn't. It's not that he was enough, he is enough. He's still enough. When the blood is applied to our life, Then I become acceptable. I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice. Was it holy, acceptable to God, which is your whose your reasonable service, your Reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world. And I, I, I submit that that is the church problem of the day. Conformed to this world. 63% of American pastors do not have a biblical worldview. And we think J.R. is the jerk for pointing it out and preaching this way every service. I'm the problem. Boy, pre yeah. is it ever good news? Yeah, there is. the good news is he's enough. The good news is there's a way. The good news is and he, 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 what's, what's so little among so many? Enough. That's the good news. But be not conformed. To this world. If you have a world, biblical worldview, what does that mean? Everybody in this room, without exception, some of you think you're exceptional, huh? Without exception, everybody in this room. As many people as we could fit in this room. As many people as there are. Period. How many of, how many of us are there now? Eight billion? Eight billion? Every one of you have a worldview. What is a worldview? It's how you view the world. I've slowed down here for a reason because this is where this is the thinking part. The application. Everybody has a worldview. 
You have one, I have one, you have one, you have one. You have a worldview. If you polled Americans, I mean, I think it's still around 70% of them would say they have a Christian worldview. Well, what's that? I hope, I hope, hope you're not so full you're snoozing on me yet. No, I, I want you to think. See, this is where people start checking out when they actually, when, the, when, the, when you have to, all the gears and the wheels have to start turning. What's a Christian worldview? What is that? What's, what's a Christian worldview? What, 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 no, really, what is that? Because if it's, not, if it's not from here, then that can mean anything. Christian worldview. Uh, you may really mess with you. Because not just Barna, but two other secular. Two, one, two, sorry, and two others. <laughs> you ever do stuff like that? Hey, it, was, it was three of them, Dool. <laughs> 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 secular and but when they started asking people about what they believed I was reading this here while back Jim Symbolist who wrote it he said he, said, he, he had written down a passage he says the one thing that the, that the church that the people of God have got to accept is there's not as many of us as we think there are. Because not just, not just Christian surveyors, but secular surveyors. I don't believe in polls. You believe in polls when they suit your fancy. So just stop it. How many Christians? 70%. Well, you take that 70% and they started asking, well, is, is the, the Bible, is, is it contain the Word of God or is it the Word of God? There's a big difference between containing the words of God and being the Word of God. That's a big difference. Or just godly principles. Well, that's one of the problems. We've been, t- we've been preaching principles for so many years we forgot to teach the Word. <laughs> Whoo, zing! <laughs> Is Jesus a way to heaven or the way? A way or the way? Hey, well, is it, is, it, is, it, is it Bible Jesus or Oprah Jesus? Well, say, why do you say that? Because Oprah, she's a Christian, but, but you know, there's, there's more than one way to God. Anathema. <laughs> so, you say, well, that's crazy. I said, no, that's not so crazy. Because when they started acting, you know, Christian, we're all 70%. Well, is the, Bible, is the Bible the Word of God? Infallible, inerrant, ever-living seed of the Word of God. Is Jesus the Son of God, a prophet? Is He a way or the way? When it got down to all that, and this is some five years ago at this point, Benny, 9%.
best I can figure is there's a 91% difference between a Christian worldview and a biblical worldview. But then again, I'm just simple. But I can do basic math. You say, what's that have to do with five, with barley loaves and fish? He knew what he was going to do. They were ready to force him to be king. They didn't want to be hungry and they didn't want to be under Rome. Let me say that a different way. They wanted the economy to be good. And they wanted, <laughs> and they wanted their guy in charge. You say, preacher, that that, that is exactly, that is exactly. It's exactly what was going on. We didn't even talk about walking on the water. Man, he had the curiosity up about, they, they, so they, how'd he get here? He didn't tell them. None of your business. They don't ever know how they got there anyway. Verse 26, I'll tell you the truth. I bet your King James says, verily, verily, I say to you, truly, truly. You want to be with me because I fed you. Not because you understood the miraculous sign. You were there, ye- let me help you. You were there yesterday. You come to find me today. Not because you understand who I am. Or what I was saying. Or what I did. But because I fed you. And you want me to be your king, but you don't understand at all what I came to do and what I've done right before your eyes. You don't get it. He said, but don't be, listen to me, listen to me, Mag Church. Anybody watching now or later, we're in the time of year that, you, that we're headed into. Don't you love election years? You know, when everybody's faith rises to a new level. (laughs) I'm telling you, it is damnable blasphemy is what it is. That all this faith rises to whoever gets elected in this country. God help us. Listen to Jesus, verse 27. I'm not, y'all are thinking, oh, is he going to try to get to the chapter 7? No. 
Give us this day. Remember, teach us how to pray. That was a rabbit trail 30 minutes ago. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because they just said, they're, they're fixing to talk about, what have you done for us? Moses gave us manna in the desert every day. You gave us bread yesterday. You know that's what they're saying. You fed us once. What's the big deal? <laughs> that's what he's, they're saying. You gave, you gave us bread one time yesterday. Moses gave us bread for... He said, Moses didn't give you nothing. That's King James. Or JRV. Moses didn't... That's Southern. Moses didn't give you nothing. That came from my father. And I came from my father. He says, I am the bread of life. I am. I, it's, I am. It's one of the I am's of John. It's, it's, what, it's one of the things that when they said that they. Because you say, I am. You, we, all of us people from over here, we think no big deal. Them Jews think, oh, they, they, they knew what he would say, I am. They knew. They were all the way back with Moses at the bush. Who will I say sent me? He said, you tell him I am that I am sent me. You know, when he would say, I am the bread of life, y'all, you know, all they, they didn't hear anything. All they heard was, I'm God. I'm God. I'm the one. I'm the one you're looking for. They liked his, they liked his fast food chain. But they didn't want him. They wanted the one that could produce the economy. But they didn't want him. What's different? Listen to what he says. But don't be concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For the God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. And that's what we're still doing. And I, I said we. I mean, one of the things in my life is a never-ending, never-ending search for food. I get done eating, and I get up and say, "Where are we eating tonight?" And mostly, it's I don't care. Whatever you want. I, I just got to ask you, because y'all need it real quick. How is it that people get in such big fights when everybody's cooperating with each other? This doesn't have anything to do with Scripture. How is it? Baby, what do you want? To, oh, whatever you want, baby. Well, what do you want? Well, whatever sounds good to you. I mean, everybody's being cooperative. Next thing you know, y'all are in a ball, tied up. Biggest fight you had in six months is because you can't figure out what you're going to eat for dinner. I just came, I just say stuff like to let, look around and see who's, who's, see who's holy and who's being truthful. Because <laughs> y'all know, I mean, y'all, 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 
you, you can get in a bigger fight over lunch than you can over if the electric bill didn't get paid and you're sitting in the dark. And they answered and said, show us a miraculous sign. Look at what they're saying. What, when did this happen? When, when did that, when? The day before. This is the next day. This is the next day. This is the next day. You want to know how people are? I'll tell you how people are. What have you done for me lately? That, what have you done for me lately? This, uh, I'm trying to get somewhere. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Oh, you paid the price, and now I can be reconciled to God. Now I can have eternal life. Woo! Three months later, what now? What now? What now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What now? We're bored. I, I will tell you, we're bored with Jesus. Uh, you, know, you know, I'm just going to take a few minutes to tell you where bad doctrine comes from. Do you want to know where bad doctrine comes from? Because there's a lot of bad doctrine out there. Yeah, there is. And you know, people don't like to hear you talk about doctrine, but I'm going to tell you something. You're only as good as your doctrine. You can, you can never be more spiritual than you are scriptural. You're only as good as your doctrine. If people say, I don't want to hear about doctrine, that's all Paul wrote about. That's all Paul wrote about, doctrine. Talked about your doctrine. He even said, if anybody brings you any other doctrine. Hey, you want to talk about polls? All these little millennial hot shots and Gen Z whatevers and all that. I don't like all that, but I mean, how else are we going to describe it? Do you know what they, you know, they, they don't really care about, they, they, we, we thought we had to attract them with light shows and, and coffee shops and I don't care what color your lights are, I don't care. Those will turn any color we want them to. I don't care what color your lights are. I don't care if you got Starbucks in the lobby. I don't care if you got Chick-fil-A. If you had Chick-fil-A on Sunday, it would be as big a miracle as dividing the five loaves and fishes because they closed on Sunday. I don't care about any of that stuff. <laughs> we spent all this time, money, energy, research, all this junk. Paul called it dung. I'll use his word. <laughs> that the church has put into reaching a generation. And you know what? When they're polled and, and surveyed, you know what they want? They want two things. Real. They're looking for something Real. They're looking for something real, real, real. They're looking for something real. They're looking for something real, and they want doctrine. They want to know what's true. They want to know what's true. That turns out it was never fancy. Turns out it was never a trick. Turns out that they wasn't special. That they got saved the same way that everybody else gets saved by the foolishness of preaching, by the Word of God. It turns out there wasn't anything different. We wasted millions of dollars and 30 years to be right back where we should have been only we've lost 30 years and millions of people I don't care 
how you paint it. I know. What? They answered and said, verse 30, show us a miraculous sign if you want, if you want us to believe. It was the next day. What can you do? After all, our ancestors ate manna while they journeyed through the wilderness. The scriptures say Moses gave them bread in the, from heaven to eat. And Jesus said, I'll tell you the truth. Moses did not give them bread from heaven, but my father did. And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day. And Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. I got to quit. I guess the question at the end of this evening is, since you can have as much of him as you want, That's what I read. Since you can have as much of him as you want, how hungry are you? That's the question. How hungry are you? And are you satisfied with the bread? Or tomorrow you're going to demand more? When he's everything we've ever needed you know and they, they said out the bread he said they all said hallelujah we love this man let's let's make God the Lord of our lives and when the people began to murmur verse 41 in disagreement because he has said I'm the bread that came down from heaven boy I'm going to preach one day on they said I need to, there's a, there's a great sermon title right now. They're, they, y'all pastored. <laughs> you ever had them come to your office and say, Brother Torbert, they said, <laughs> who's they? Uh-huh. Who's they? That's all in my, who's they? <laughs> who's they? <laughs> that's, that's, that's you and your wife that made you come tell me that. Ooh. <laughs> then they'll start trying to discount you Uh, Matt one thing I've always noticed about they when they come when they said they always come to, to, to discount you to reduce you They've got the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in front of them, the bread of life. And they come to him and they say, they say, they said, they said, they disagreed about what he said. And they said, they said, in this Jesus, the son of Joseph, and they said, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? We know his father and mother. How can he say, I've come down from heaven? 
But Jesus replied, stop complaining about what I said. <laughs> oh, I want you to see the rest next week maybe. But he starts going and says, yes, I am the bread of life. Truly, I tell you, unless you eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink of his blood, you cannot have eternal life. Verse 58, I am the true bread that comes down from heaven. Anyone who eats of this bread will not die as your ancestors did, even in that ate manna, but you will live forever. Verse 60 says, many of, disciples, many of his disciples said, this is very hard to understand. How can anyone accept it? And Jesus was aware his disciples were complaining. Does this offend you? Isn't that what it really comes down to? Does this offend you? Does this offend you? Then what will you think when the Son of Man ascends to heaven again? The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But some of you do not believe me. For Jesus knew from the beginning which ones didn't believe. And he knew who would betray him. And he said, this is why I say, people can't come to me unless the Father gives them to me. How much of him do you want? And is he enough? If you're in the food line tomorrow, the bread line tomorrow, could happen. Is he enough? Or has it just been what he can do for you? What he can give you? And how much of him do you want? Because he's way more than a punching your ticket to heaven. He's everything. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you know why you came, that you never lost sight of the mission, that facing the sin of the world, you said, is there another way? But if not, not my will, but your will. You never lost sight of why you came. Your bread to the hungry. Your meat to men, your honey in the rock. <laughs> you're, you're the water from the rock. <laughs> you are the lily of the valley. You are the bright and the morning star. You are the fairest of ten thousands. You are the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. <laughs> you are the ancient of days. You are. <laughs> you <laughs> You are the one that provides, and you are my banner. <laughs> Hallelujah.
You are enough. You're not just enough. You are more than enough. You are the baptizer and the Holy Ghost. (laughs) You are the manna from heaven. (laughs) You are the gale of spices that swept from heaven's door. My God. (laughs) You are the ram in the bush. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're the, <laughs> you are the I am that I am. <sighs> You're my comfort and my peace. You are the rock that's higher than I. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. I want you all to just thank him. Thank him. You're my healer. <laughs> You're my healer. My savior, my provider. You established my coming and my going. (laughs) Hallelujah. There's never been a need that you wasn't the answer. You're not an answer, you're the answer. You're not a truth, you're the truth. (laughs) You're not a way, you're the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I magnify your name. I magnify your name and lift you up. Lord, I exalt your name on high tonight. Would you thank him in this house? Lord, would you you magnify him tonight? Would you lift him up? (laughs) Would you give him a sacrifice of the fruit of your lips tonight? You sustained me. You You woke me up this morning. You gave me strength for the day. Hallelujah. You're the breath in my lungs. <laughs> the strength in my, in my step. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. My language is limited. (laughs) But you're unlimited. Hallelujah. Open our eyes, God, that we can see the magnificence of who you are. (laughs) Lord, would you show your church your glory again? Would you ask him, church, Would you ask him before we leave this place? Would you ask him? Would you show us your glory again? Hallelujah. Would you come dwell among a hungry people? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We glorify you, magnify you, lift up your holy name. And your presence will cry holy. Hallelujah. Fairest up ten thousands. Oh, desire of the nations. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm reminded that you are a soon coming King of Kings. And Lord of Lords, <laughs> that you're the Word of God. <laughs> oh, we magnify you and glorify your name. Hallelujah. Stir a hunger in the people. Oh, let us be thirsty. Hallelujah. I need you. Would you tell him that? I need you. It's one thing to say, we need you. Can you, can you tell him, I need you? I need you. I desire your presence. I desire your touch. I make you Lord. You're my Lord. You're my Lord, not just my Savior. You're my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> 